Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Celebrating the amazing people of coastal Mississippi and across this great state who are working hard to make this a great place to live, work, and play. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show. It's a pleasure to, to be here today, and thank you for joining us on 103.1 or on YouTube or Facebook or your favorite podcast. We appreciate you being here. This is where we celebrate this amazing place and uh, and the people who make it such a great place. You know, one of the things I often say is that we live in a small world. You know, those of us who've had the opportunity to travel outside the United States it's uh, when you travel and gain perspective, you really do understand how small the world really is. Um, Ann and I, when we uh, went to Croatia a couple of years ago and had the opportunity to spend a little bit of time in Bosnia, and then uh, obviously, you know, we we toured the entire uh, country of uh, of Croatia. We were struck by how the Bosnian people treated us. They were so thankful uh, that we were there, and they had such a, a, a beautiful sense of Americans because of the war and the work that Americans did to help them during a very, very difficult time in their country. And um, it was something really interesting to see because my, in my mind's eye, I certainly didn't expect that. And uh, we get there and, uh, you know, see, you know, we just, we, we had coffee at a place in Bosnia and people were just kind to us. And we had conversations about it. I had a terrific driver. His name was Henry. And he, he helped us, you know, gain a, a really incredible understanding of that. So again, the world is small. Um, I think about, um, when I think about Ukraine these days, I think about tenacity and a, and a, and a particular quote that I like from uh, Amelia Earhart said this, the most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. And if you think about tenacity as it relates to the spirit of Ukrainians and what we've learned in my conversations with my friend, Laurie Jackson, who's, an, who's an, uh, a missionary working in Ukraine, you see that the people of Ukraine are very much like the people of coastal Mississippi and Mississippi. They care about their community. They're God-fearing people. Uh, they've been hit by a Hurricane Katrina that comes every single day, as I've said so many times before. But, but I've been, <laughs> excuse me, I've been covering, been, been, been reading every single morning everything I can get my hands on about what's happening there, what's the state of the affairs with the war, what's going on at the Kremlin these days, et cetera, et cetera. I'm beyond fascinated. I think it's important for me as an American to to stay focused on what is happening there and why the role of NATO and allied countries in the United States are so critically important to the world in this moment. And the Ukraine is is that theater. 
and uh, and it makes me crazy when there's sort of this anti-Ukrainian, we shouldn't fund the war point of view that emanates, because uh, the war is so important to all of us. And um, anyway, but uh, but anyway, coming back to the tenacity of its people, it's incredible. And I've enjoyed getting to know my friend Laurie because it's a chance for me to be reminded that they may speak in some most cases a different language, but they are just like us. They care deeply for their family and their community and the people around them and their country and their God. And uh, and that's what the kind of reminder we get when I visit with Laurie. Without any further ado, we're going to visit my friend Laurie Jackson again today. We may even meet someone. I always like to, to look around this effort that they have underway there, this volunteer effort they have, and see if there's someone there that we can grab to say hello to us while we're while we're with uh, Laurie. But without any further ado, let me say welcome back to my show, Laurie. How are you, my friend? Um, hi, we are, thank you for having us. Thank you. Um, just for, yeah, your encouragement and for, for seeing, um, this war for what it is for, uh, not being indifferent. Um, and yeah, so thanks for having me back. Um, we've had a hard, uh, week. Um, uh, we have a, like, for those of you who haven't seen us before, um, when the full scale invasion began, uh, we, started a hotel for refugees um, and have been here housing uh, families and different people. Uh, And as we began doing that, we started helping our friends who are on um, the front lines, Uh, my Ukrainian dad um, and uh, one of our uh, women, her husband was on, uh, or she was on and her husband's on the front line. Um, Another friend who was here, who you met, uh, was later drafted and is on the front lines. And so um, just helping our friends who are there, um, defending our country, defending our freedoms, defending our lives. Um, and, uh, and so we have lots of friends there. Our guys travel regularly, both to encourage, to pray with, to be with, um, and to deliver supplies to, um, our friends on the front. And so they were there this past week, um, and got back. Um, and right after they got back, we found out that one of our friends had been killed. Um, a couple days later, another friend went missing, um, and we found out later that he had been killed as well. So... It's been a hard week, but um, but the Lord is with us. Um, we don't understand why he allows some things to happen and still have a lot of questions. Um, but we also have a lot of um, a lot of good things happening. We have a new family who's with us um, that we're able to help um, come around and support and be with. Um, and they're from Zaporizhia, which is a place that's heavily bombed regularly. Uh, and we had friends come today um, from a Hungarian church um, to deliver supplies. And so it's always encouraging to have um, people come around and support you, like when you're trying to support others and don't have the strength to do that. So it's been special. It's, uh, it's very inspiring. And God bless you guys. So sorry for your losses. Um, that's uh, that's just one of the tragedies of war, and it's very sad. Now, for people who have not heard Laurie and I talked before, Laurie grew up in Florida, and uh, she's been in. She fell in love with Croatia. She went there as a missionary, and she's been there. Is it, it should be about sixteen or seventeen years now, Laurie? Huh? Uh, since two thousand five, I, I haven't yeah. gotten to that. Yeah. So, so like literally going on what eighteen years. So, um, but Laurie, uh, how I met her is my cousin 
and, who's an amazing Christian in Alabama, uh, Michelle, has adopted two sons and, f- in fact, actually has a, a, a young girl who's, I guess she's still there, right, with her? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yulia was yeah, with us that, for a while, and Michelle helped her get to the States, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful story. But Michelle adopted two boys from Ukraine, and uh, one of the things that, that Laurie did is she actually worked with, with families in the adoption process, and that's how Michelle met Laurie. And then uh, because I knew this connection they had to Ukraine, I asked Michelle to introduce me to Laurie. And then from that point forward, we've, uh, we've visited periodically here on the show. So it's been a great opportunity to really get inside the, the hearts of the people who are there and be reminded that they're just like us. They're, they're, they're so much like us. It's unbelievable. Um, and they formed this effort. <clears throat> they commandeered essentially this hotel and they formed this effort called the ants. And the way that Laurie describes it, the way the group describes it is if you think about it, you go kick an ant hill and the ants come out and they start immediately working together to rebuild the, land, the ant hill. That's what they're doing. And they, they find so many different ways to help. You may even hear, I think I hear kids in the background, but the, the, the efforts that are underway there to help families who have been, frankly, torn apart by this war, uh, every day is a new challenge, isn't it? Absolutely. And yeah, you do hear kids outside. Um, We have several families here. And so uh, there are always kids running around. Um, Sometimes we're working, they come in our rooms and hang out. And um, it's a joy and an honor for them to have a place that's, um, that's safe, that's quiet, um, and where they can uh, live in in peace. And I think what most families say when they come is it's so quiet here. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, um, you know, for, just to remind people, um, you you have a strong Christian faith and so much, so many of the people that you come in t- contact with also have a strong Christian faith. And the you, you and I were chatting before this, before we started the show that I can't imagine facing the sort of the sort of you know challenges you guys are facing on a daily basis without faith. Um, talk to me about how that renews your faith, what you're going through. Um, absolutely. We had uh, some friends who brought aid today from Hungary, um, and they were asking kind of a similar question. They said, um, where does your hope come from uh, when you're trying to give that hope to other people, um, and especially in, in weeks like this week? And um, and the truth is, it is in having Christ and what Christ gives us is, first of all, himself um, and eternal life. And um, and that eternal life comes with being a part of the kingdom of God. And being a part of the kingdom of God means being together. Um, and so the answer together and what we're doing and to be able to be in Christ and with each other uh, gives us the opportunity to to hold on to hope and to be hope for each other when um, when we don't have that. That's so beautifully said, Laurie. And, you know, that's true. That's true whether you're facing challenges in your life. You don't have to face a war to, to be reminded of how beautiful what you said was and how, how faith is an opportunity for us to have a place to lean and to, and to find our hope still, even in the most difficult times. <clears throat> when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Laurie Jackson, who's coming to us from Ukraine. We'll see you after this.
listen live or on demand and watch episodes of The Ricky Matthews Show on your laptop, desktop, or your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His passion and love for coastal Mississippi is why he's here. This is The Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. Amelia Earhart, the, the quote that I shared at the beginning of the show, the most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. I mean, you can't help but think of Ukrainians when you, when you understand how they decided to act in so many different roles. You know, some of them officially part of the war and others just volunteers coming together, helping families, helping fighters. Um, and then their tenacity is inspiring. And for anyone who pays attention to what's happening in Ukraine, you can't you can't leave getting an understanding about what's happening in Ukraine with nothing other than thank God the the world is coming to their defense and helping them ultimately win this war. Uh, I'm uh, joined by my friend Laurie Jackson, who's an independent missionary in Ukraine, and I have been so inspired by her, not only from the conversations that we've had on this show, but in watching the various social media posts on her personal Facebook page, and then the Ants Effort has their own Facebook page, and watching that as well. But um, I always hope that 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 Laurie will be able to grab someone that's uh, around her in this moment who is volunteering and she has she has done that Anton is going to be joining us now um, Laurie why don't you tell us about Anton uh, so Anton's a friend of mine uh, from Kiev those of you who remember my story I was in Lugansk before the start of the war in 2014 um, and displaced to Kiev um in 2014 and that's when um i started uh hanging out with uh with sasha who you've met before with uh anton and his wife anya who are here with us uh and so we've been doing ministry together camps um other things uh since 2014 and so when the full-scale invasion started um we ended up here uh and we ended up here together yeah. Anton, uh, what your effort has been incredibly inspiring. Uh, every day is a new day with a new set of challenges. But uh, tell me what, what your, your typical day looks like for you. Uh, as for me, uh, so I get up as always, do my morning exercise and uh, looking for do something for, for my job. Uh, I still have job. Thanks God, uh, m- maybe half, half an hour I have to do my job. Then I uh, have to, uh, it depends uh, on, on the, of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I have, for example, on Friday, I have some responsibilities to take all our uh, refugees to the city. Uh, I, I'm driving the bus to the city to uh, get them a possibility to buy something, to uh, do something uh, like uh, some uh, administrative things. Mm-hmm. Yes. For like uh, go to the bank, yeah. uh, get their haircut. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different thing. Yeah. Because uh, we're uh, far from uh, where the city uh, yes, and the, it's for some of them. It's hard to go by their own because they are uh, old enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, 
it's Friday. For example, uh, time to time, uh, for our kitchen, we have to uh, go to uh, to bring water from the uh, from the mountain springs. Yeah, mountain springs. Uh, so uh, we have to take all our uh, jars, jars, mm -hmm. jars, and uh, yeah. To go to bring water, uh, but it's it can be t twice uh, uh, months. Uh, we need uh, almost uh, uh, 500 liters. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, 1,000 liters a month, maybe for preparing uh, for preparing meals uh, yeah. here. So. Uh, what else? Uh, I take part in all discussions, in uh, all uh, meetings, uh, in uh, all our projects. Uh, even if I uh, don't take part in them, like I, I always discuss and planning, like a part of team. Uh, so uh, also, I think that uh, my responsibility is to uh, care and to play with. Uh, children, as uh, Laura said, we have a lot of children here. Like uh, uh, not kindergarten, you said how uh, preschool. Mm -hmm. Preschool, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I always uh, uh, try to uh, to to have time with them. And they love Anton. Like they go, he has a drum set, and they go drum on his drums. And always the door, I hear the door knocking next door, and it's always they're looking for Anton. Well, Laurie, Laurie, I'm I'm like that too. I I, I love I've coached kids my whole life, and I have you know enjoyed my kids, my grandkids now, four grandkids now. I can't spend enough time with them. They can't wait to get to see Papa. But it sounds like Antoine has that same kind of connection with kids. And what's important about Antoine, Anton, excuse me, is that he uh, was in the information technology arena. And in the past, we've talked to people on the show who were, who were creative artists, who were software developers and entrepreneurs. Um, some of them aren't able to do their jobs, and they're 100% sort of committed to volunteer efforts or whatever. Some obviously have gone gone to war officially. Others are, like Anton's pointing out, that you're actually able to continue their work and also volunteer simultaneously. What's important is that when you go to Kiev, for example, you know life has tried to remain as normal as possible even though there's a war going on and uh, you know when you see the pictures coming from Kiev it still feels like a bustling city I, I, even though I know that everyone's on edge but you find your new normal even in a war don't you Laurie? Absolutely um, and you kind of have to um, life goes on uh, and, uh, and so we do everything we can and our life has changed um, and it looks different than it looked before. Um, and, and a lot of our like understanding of the world and of God and of the church um, is different and deeper um, even maybe than it was before uh, the full-scale invasion. But at the same time, um, we're living life together. And I feel like that's what the church is called to do is to live life together. And so to be able to do that and to make um, not just make the best of our new normal, but to be the people God has called us to be um, in this new normal is is important. Uh, Anton, we were talking before you joined us about 
how important it is to have faith to lean on, even in these difficult times, that, you know, the, this whole notion of you have to find hope, even when so much challenge is around you. And uh, so where, where do you find your hope? Uh, uh, in God, of course. But, uh, yeah, in our times, it's, it, it, it's hard, uh, yeah, as you say, to, to, to stay, um, like, as Laurie said, and it, it, it's also my thoughts, that we hope each others. And uh, to say the truth, when I reading Bible and reading how uh, the first disciples lived, I understand that this is the way how uh, the churches should be organized and how uh, the anthill is organized. So, like, we live like a big family uh, with uh, how, how, how 60 people, even more, bigger 60 people. So, and when you have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of talks, when you can't, uh, when even you feel bad, you you can't stay alone. This give, give you hope that uh, always someone will help you. Uh, you. You always will have something to do and this won't give you time to uh, like... Uh, to feel sorry for yourself. Yeah, for, for yourself or for that that are happening around you. Mm -hmm. And uh, another people gives you an opportunity to see God and to see the hope. Uh, so, yes. Anton, I think, Anton, I think that's so beautiful the way you say it. And, you know, where I live is on the coast of Mississippi, and this is where Hurricane Katrina, at the time, what still is the worst natural disaster in American history, kind of wiped our communities away. And we got to see, you know, when you take the politics away and you take the division in the world away and you really get to see what's in the heart and souls of, of everyone, people help people. You know, there are very few exceptions when that's not the case. And after a disaster, you get to see it. In the case of a war, it's sort of like the disaster never ends. It just keeps going on and new, new challenges are delivered every day. But you still get to see the resiliency of the human spirit. And, and I would think that that's one of the things that that gives you hope that that we are that you're together laurie we got less than a minute left uh, uh you know anything to say about that before we say goodbye absolutely and one thing and Holmes too humble to share is that he's our resident pastor um he or motivational speaker as he likes yeah. to say in christ um here at the yeah. health so on sundays he helps lead the sunday service for all our residents here yeah I, I know that i know that i know that the english is your second language but i think you did a wonderful job of expressing resiliency and why it's important to you guys and how it gives you hope god bless you anton and my friend laurie jackson from ukraine i can't wait to get together again soon when we come back we'll continue the conversation we'll see you after this Subscribe for free to the Ricky Matthews Show podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.